This is the lesson for Sunday, August 29th, 2021. Subject, Christ Jesus. Golden text is from 1 Timothy. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. The responsive reading is from John. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. The same came for a witness to bear witness of the light that all men through him might believe. He was not that light, but was sent to bear witness of that light. That was the true light, which lighteth every man that cometh into the world. He was in the world, and the world was made by him, and the world knew him not. He came unto his own, and his own received him not. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name, which were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And of his fullness have all we received, and grace for grace. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. The Bible Isaiah the people that walked in darkness have seen a great light. They that dwell in the land of the shadow of death, upon them hath the light shined. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Of the increase of his government and peace, there shall be no end upon the throne of David and upon his kingdom to order it and to establish it with judgment and with justice from henceforth even forever. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will perform this. Matthew And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at home, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. The centurion answered and said, Lord, I am not worthy that thou shouldest come under my roof, 
but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. For I am a man under authority, having soldiers under me, and I say to this man, Go, and he goeth, and to another, Come, and he cometh, and to my servant, Do this, and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled, and said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel. And Jesus said unto the centurion, Go thy way, and as thou hast believed, so be it done unto thee. And his servant was healed in the selfsame hour. And he entered into a ship, and passed over, and came into his own city. And behold, they brought to him a man sick of the palsy, lying on a bed. And Jesus, seeing their faith, said to the sick of the palsy, Son, be of good cheer, thy sins be forgiven thee. And behold, certain of the scribes said within themselves, This man blasphemeth. And Jesus, knowing their thoughts, said, Wherefore think ye evil in your hearts? For whether is easier to say, Thy sins be forgiven thee, or to say, Arise and walk. But that ye may know that the Son of Man hath power on earth to forgive sins, then saith he to the sick of the palsy, Arise, take up thy bed, and go unto thine house. And he arose, and departed to his house. But when the multitude saw it, they marveled and glorified God, which had given such power unto men. John. Then said Jesus, Verily, verily, I say unto you, This son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the Father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the Son likewise. For the Father loveth the Son, and showeth him all things that himself doeth. And he will show him greater works than these, that ye may marvel. For as the Father raiseth up the dead, and quickeneth them, even so the Son quickeneth whom he will. For as the Father hath life in himself, so hath he given to the Son to have life in himself. I can of mine own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which hath sent me. And he that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. I am the good shepherd, and know my sheep, and am known of mine. 
As the Father knoweth me, even so know I the Father, and I lay down my life for the sheep. And other sheep I have, which are not of this fold, them also I must bring, and they shall hear my voice, and there shall be one fold and one shepherd. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it sufficeth us. Jesus saith unto him, Have I been so long time with you, and yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou then, Show us the Father? Believest thou not that I am in the Father, and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me, he doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father, and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very works' sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father. For God so loved the world, that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. These words spake Jesus, and lifted up his eyes to heaven, and said, Father, the hour is come. Glorify thy Son, that thy Son also may glorify thee. As thou hast given him power over all flesh, that he should give eternal life to as many as thou hast given him. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. I will now read correlative passages from the Christian Science textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures, by Mary Baker Eddy. Christ is the true idea voicing good. The divine message from God to men, speaking to the human consciousness. The Christ is incorporeal, spiritual, yea, the divine image and likeness, dispelling the illusions of the senses, the way, the truth, and the life, healing the sick and casting out evils, destroying sin, disease, and death. As Paul says, there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. 
Jesus demonstrated Christ. He proved that Christ is the divine idea of God, the Holy Ghost or Comforter, revealing the divine principle, love, and leading into all truth. Jesus was the son of a virgin. He was appointed to speak God's word and to appear to mortals in such a form of humanity as they could understand as well as perceive. He expressed the highest type of divinity which a fleshly form could express in that age. Into the real and ideal man, the fleshly element cannot enter. Thus it is that Christ illustrates the coincidence or spiritual agreement between God and man in his image. Christ is not a name so much as the divine title of Jesus. Jesus established his church and maintained his mission on a spiritual foundation of Christ healing. He taught his followers that his religion had a divine principle which would cast out error and heal both the sick and the sinning. He claimed no intelligence, action, nor life separate from God. Despite the persecution this brought upon him, he used his divine power to save men, both bodily and spiritually. Jesus established what he said by demonstration, thus making his acts of higher importance than his words. He proved what he taught. This is the science of Christianity. Jesus proved the principle which heals the sick and casts out error to be divine. Few, however, except his students, understood in the least his teachings and their glorious proofs, namely, that life, truth, and love, the principle of this unacknowledged science, destroy all error, evil, disease, and death. Neither the origin, the character, nor the work of Jesus was generally understood. Not a single component part of his nature did the material world measure aright. Even his righteousness and purity did not hinder men from saying, He is a glutton and the friend of the impure, and Beelzebub is his patron. Jesus was the highest human concept of the perfect man. He was inseparable from Christ, the Messiah, the divine idea of God outside the flesh. This enabled Jesus to demonstrate his control over matter. Angels announced to the wise men of old this dual appearing, and angels whisper it through faith to the hungering heart in every age. The man of sorrows 
best understood the nothingness of material life and intelligence and the mighty actuality of all-inclusive God-good. These were the two cardinal points of mind healing, or Christian science, which armed him with love. The highest earthly representative of God, speaking of human ability to reflect divine power, prophetically said to his disciples, speaking not for their day only, but for all time. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and these signs shall follow them that believe. The ancient Christians were healers. Why has this element of Christianity been lost? because our systems of religion are governed more or less by our systems of medicine. The first idolatry was faith in matter. The schools have rendered faith in drugs the fashion rather than faith in deity. By trusting matter to destroy its own discord, health and harmony have been sacrificed. Such systems are barren of the vitality of spiritual power, by which material sense is made the servant of science, and religion becomes Christ-like. Christ, as the spiritual or true idea of God, comes now as of old, preaching the gospel to the poor, healing the sick, and casting out evils. Is it error which is restoring an essential element of Christianity, namely the apostolic divine healing? No, it is the science of Christianity which is restoring it, and is the light shining in darkness, which the darkness comprehends not. Who is ready to follow his teaching and example? All must sooner or later plant themselves in Christ, the true idea of God. The Master said, No man cometh unto the Father, the divine principle of being, but by me, Christ, life, truth, love. For Christ says, I am the way. Physical causation was put aside from first to last by this original man, Jesus. He knew that the divine principle, love, creates and governs all that is real. Jesus beheld in science the perfect man who appeared to him, where sinning mortal man appears to mortals. In this perfect man, the Savior saw God's own likeness, and this correct view of man healed the sick. Thus, Jesus taught that the kingdom of God is intact, universal, and that man is pure and holy. Divine love 
always has met and always will meet every human need. It is not well to imagine that Jesus demonstrated the divine power to heal only for a select number or for a limited period of time, since to all mankind and in every hour divine love supplies all good. Our Master cast out devils, evils, and healed the sick. It should be said of his followers also that they cast fear and all evil out of themselves and others and heal the sick. God will heal the sick through man whenever man is governed by God. The impersonation of the spiritual idea had a brief history in the earthly life of our Master, but of his kingdom there shall be no end, for Christ, God's idea, will eventually rule all nations and peoples imperatively, absolutely, finally, with divine science. I will now read the three daily duties from the Church Manual by Mary Baker Eddy. Daily Prayer It shall be the duty of every member of this Church to pray each day, Thy kingdom come. Let the reign of divine truth, life, and love be established in me, and rule out of me all sin. And may thy word enrich the affections of all mankind and govern them. A rule for motives and acts. Neither animosity nor mere personal attachment should impel the motives or acts of the members of the Mother Church. In science, divine love alone governs man and a Christian scientist reflects the sweet amenities of love in rebuking sin, in true brotherliness, charitableness, and forgiveness. The members of this church should daily watch and pray to be delivered from all evil, from prophesying, judging, condemning, counseling, influencing, or being influenced erroneously. Alertness to Duty It shall be the duty of every member of this Church to defend himself daily against aggressive mental suggestion and not be made to forget nor to neglect his duty to God, to his leader, and to mankind. By his works he shall be judged, and justified or condemned. And from Science and Health, Christian scientists, be a law to yourselves that mental malpractice cannot harm you either when asleep or when awake. This Bible lesson was prepared by the Plainfield 
Christian Science Church Independent. It is comprised of scriptural quotations from the King James Bible and correlative passages from the Christian Science Textbook, Science and Health with Key to the Scriptures by Mary Baker Eddy. For more information, please visit our website, plainfieldcs.com. Thank you for listening, and have a blessed day.